Welcome to the Salty Carmel podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel. This is a brand new podcast where we are going to spread evangelization stories to the ends of the earth from normal parishioners like yourselves. I'm David Cook, the stewardship director from Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and my co-host is the unforgettable Jody Curtis. Our guest today is Ray Hofer. Ray has been a member of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish since the early 90s. He has been married to Geisha Hofer for 40 years, and they have two daughters. Ray is now retired, and I personally am so thrilled to have Ray on the show today as I had the pleasure, I knew Ray before, but really had the pleasure of getting to know Ray and Geisha even more as we went on a pilgrimage a couple years ago through the parish to Poland, which has been one of my most favorite experiences of my life and part of that was because I got to spend so much time with Ray so thank you so much for joining us so Ray do you mind just go jumping right in what was your life like before Christ what was it before your your concrete moment to take your faith seriously okay well I've never really considered myself as not having a life without Christ my uh, my parents were very uh, diligent <laughs> at uh, getting us involved in our faith. Uh, we uh, attended a uh, Sacred Heart Parish in a small town in Sutherland, Nebraska. And uh, so that's where uh, my faith started. And so we'll just go from there. Was there one concrete moment that made you say yes to Jesus as a part of your faith well, journey? My journey's been a lot of probably concrete moments, but if there was one to choose, well, I'm gonna back up a little bit, say in high school, I really enjoyed going to retreats. Now, those retreats were nothing like Destination Jesus, trust me. I mean, just Destination Jesus is just beautiful. But they were still an opportunity to get together with other high schoolers, the Catholic faith, and uh, just grow your faith and maybe in a little bit different way and be challenged a little bit there. But unfortunately, it was another 25 years before I ever did another retreat even though I really enjoyed those experiences. Yeah. So that was uh, Christ Renews His Parish at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Well, that was team, oh my gosh, now I forgot. (laughs) But I think it's 32. And what happened at the Christ Renews His Parish retreat? Well, it was an opportunity to uh, take time away, which is hard to do, but it's necessary. And I came out of that retreat with just a renewed energy in my faith and love of God. It was an amazing experience. So, I, I mean, it was just things as simple as saying, you know, the, the third person in the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, that I'd never really paid much attention to, suddenly was now in my life. Mm-hmm. And I could see it acting within my life, the Holy Spirit acting in others' lives. So, um, yeah, it was a profound change for me. Now, Ray, I do have to ask about the retreat. Was that something you thought about for a long time? Had you prayed on it? Or did you prepare for it? Or did Geisha just sign yeah. up right, right beforehand? Yes. <laughs> I, had, I had thought about it. And uh, as soon as we started attending uh, Our Lady Mount Carmel, you know, when they would get up and say, hey, you know, we're having a, 
a retreat, I'd think, you know, I probably should do that. But then the next one would come and I'd say, yeah, I probably should do that. And then next thing I knew, Geisha said, well, I signed up for the women's retreat. So I said, oh, okay, all right. And then so I got to see her go through it. And after I saw her go through it, I said, yeah, this is something I need to do. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Was there anything specific on the retreat that you remember being the turning point, or was it just overall the retreat? It's an overall experience, and it's one that builds. And I, I always say that uh, of the retreats I've been on, the two significant ones I've been on as an adult, this one really pulls you in from your heart. So you get to know Jesus from the heart. And so it's very powerful moments and it built up along the way as you heard people uh, give their testimonies but the final mass is just where I mean it's just tough for me to explain but what a powerful experience it was to receive the Eucharist and to experience that all over again. And did your faith change after Christ renews his parents? <laughs> I'd be easier to answer what didn't change but yeah there were uh, there was a lot of uh, change. And again, I just, my hunger to better understand um, the Mass and the Eucharist, my hunger for the Bible, which, you know, just was there. And I, so I bought a one-year Bible and one year I read it all, and uh, which was awesome and got to uh, really appreciate the uh, Old Testament uh, in a new way. So, um, yeah. And then the other nice thing is that we started what would be called a life group, I think, today, which was a basic Christian community back then. And uh, so it was various members of uh, my wife's team and and team I'd been on. And uh, Jane and Bill Slayton were members. Okay. So uh, it was a it was a great opportunity to hold each other kind of accountable and continue to grow in your faith. But uh, Jane being Jane, uh, this was in the early days of the Merciful Help Center. She convinced us that we were going to start a Christmas ministry. <laughs> yeah. So we went and uh, and, uh, you know, just planned and prepared and implemented uh, that for uh, several years as a uh, as a group and the fun thing is and the great thing is is that something an activity we were able to bring all of our families into as well so we got a family experience out of it and uh, you know our daughters uh, you know when they were young could could color a picture to slip in a gift then they could do gift tags and then when they got into high school they were doing things I didn't want to do such as call the families and find out what uh, Mm -hmm. you know what their needs were as far as clothing and what some good gifts might be so uh, it became a very powerful way to share that with your children and to really instill in all of us how the um, this is really uh, something that we as Christians are called to do But not only are we called to do it, there are great spiritual rewards and emotional rewards for participating and doing that. And Ray, I think that's a a good reminder to us as as many times in our life, you know, we think we're too busy to volunteer, too busy to help others, or we have kids and we have busy lives and, and to take time away from our family to volunteer can be tricky. And good reminder for us that we can take our kids with us yes. or, or to choose activities 
mm-hmm. where we can take our kids with That's us right. and where they can see the beauty of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. well you mentioned uh, the rewards and grace that kind of comes with living a good, holy life. Uh, can you speak more into that of how you noticed your, your overall demeanor changed after the chirp retreat, after the Christmas ministry? Yes. Um, after the uh, chirp retreat, I found myself looking more for the good in people and and how the Holy Spirit was moving in people. I became much more aware of that and tied things together and began to realize all that people had placed in my life and all that God, all the people God had placed in my life. So I think what that really did for me for, in a profound way was really build community. You know, that I'd always experienced church more one-on-one with Jesus, and that's great, but you know, through particularly beginning in college and, and beyond and even after we were married, um, it was still not a, as much of a community for me. And um, it had become more, but this really became then a community. It reduced the size of the parish down to people that you knew, and then you knew more people, and then you knew more people, and then you did this and knew more people, and yeah. and it was um, a very powerful way to um, build community, which is very important today. Ray, what are you most grateful for? You know, that's been a saying at Our Lady, is uh, grateful no matter what. What are, what are you most grateful for? Well, what am I most grateful for? Well, I'm grateful for the merciful love of God, and I need it, and we all need it. But uh, I think that's something I've grown to understand more and more, and obviously through, uh, you know, the instructions and the teaching of uh, Pope St. John Paul, or St. Pope John Paul the uh, Second, and um, learning more about that, and uh, even our trip to Poland and how that you know, the merciful love was such a strong presence there. Um, that is something that I, I really do. I'm, I'm just thankful f- that God placed uh, Geisha in my life, and uh, I'm thankful for my uh, two wonderful daughters, and I'm thankful for Our Lady Mount Carmel Parish, who's been er- very instrumental in my life and uh, for the Catholic faith. The, the show is called Salted Caramel, and it's a weird name, but it's based after you are the salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. And what that means for us is essentially going to evangelize and going out into the world. But a question we would have for you is how are you staying salty, or how are you continuing to be a good disciple of God? Well, follow if several years, maybe five years or so, uh, following the um, chirp retreat, I did a curcio weekend, and um, and whereas I indicated that uh, chirp, I, I knew God through my heart. The curcio weekend, I got to know God through more of my intellect, and uh, so they're very complementary. And um, and the curcio weekend has also allowed me to uh, continue, even though it's been getting close to 20 years now. We've kept uh, meeting weekly as a group, and uh, yes, and uh, holding each other uh, accountable and uh, sharing our faith and sharing our struggles. And uh, so that's been a very powerful moment for me as well. Wow. And how many people are in that group that meet weekly? Uh, It will vary. Uh, 
someday. There's rarely, but occasionally there's just two of us. But uh, sometimes we'll have up to uh, eight, nine, or ten. Yeah, we usually have a consistent six or so. And then, uh, and then beyond that, I do uh, enjoy reading scripture and reflecting on that, and that really. Um, helps me. And then a uh, recent ministry I've gotten involved in, again, through um, Geisha, thank you, um, is the uh, <laughs> Extraordinary Minister of Holy Communion for the, uh, the sick and the homebound. So that has been, uh, that has brought some uh, great uh, rewards and has continued to uh, foster uh, my love uh, for the Eucharist. Uh, I think we kind of know the answer just judging by your, your testimony, but who would you say would be your greatest faith influencer? Well, um, you know, I've, I've been fortunate because throughout my life I've had lots of influencers. Obviously, my parents, I've had many uh, priests uh, that have been influential in my life, thankfully early on, but even today. But, uh, yeah, it has to be Geisha. God placed her in my life for a reason. And thankfully, she knows what that reason is, is to get me to heaven. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and she's uh, in her spousal role. She does a great job. Mm-hmm. More than anybody I know, she has the love of God in her, and she's able to share uh, the love of God and his joy with those she meets. So that's the uh, great gift she has. And then following on that is my daughters. It's very fortunate in today's world that I have two faith-filled Catholic daughters. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, um, at the point where five years ago I started realizing, you know, I've got to up my game here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? That's right. They're, uh, they're now stretching me and helping me grow mm. in my faith. Yeah. So that's awesome. That, I love that word choice, Ray. That's something I share with other people at times about how other actions or activities or people in my life have pushed me to up my game. That's a, those are exactly the words that I use. And so I love hearing that about you. Well, Ray, do you have an, an invitation or a call to action that you might share with our listeners today? Yeah, the call to action is to uh, not do what I did and wait 25 years before you do a retreat, right? And, uh, you know, we've got uh, Christ Renews His Parish or Welcome Weekend available to us, which is a very powerful weekend and, uh, as I explained, uh, um, helps make a large parish small and um, it gets you into a community and you'll likely develop some lifelong friends. Um, the Crucio weekend is another great option. Um, another great option we now have for us is the um, uh, St. Joseph Retreat Center in Tipton and I've been up there a couple of times. Uh, Father Hammer's currently there and he is uh, just a blessing to the diocese to have him there. Uh, he is great and he puts on just outstanding retreats i've been to several and um, i've come away from that and uh, thank you father hammer i am a beloved child of god well thanks for being a guest and and sharing your story with us today ray you are welcome and uh we'll get back at geisha somehow 
our listener question for this week is very complimentary. It states, I love your podcast music at the beginning and at the end. Where did you come up with that? So I'll give a little shout out to my son, Kyle Curtis, who has a band called The Fertile Crescent. And that is the beginning of their song called The Onion Garden. So Kyle is a member of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish and was a graduate of Garen Catholic in 2018. So we're glad to highlight Kyle's music on our show. Shameless plug, but where, where could they listen to those songs, that band? Oh, so go to Spotify and look for The Fertile Crescent. and Not Mesopotamia. That's right. <laughs> Although that is where uh, what it's named after. And search for The Onion Garden. Let's end with a prayer. God, our Father, I pray that through the Holy Spirit, I might hear the call of the new evangelization to deepen my faith, grow in confidence to proclaim the gospel and boldly witness to the saving grace of your son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever, amen. Thanks for listening today. And stay salty. 